the hat. Amy, let's go to you. Well, if you see me over here banging on my keyboard, it's just because a few of my keys have stopped working. So they work as long as I press with force like five times. Mostly the return key and letter C. <laughs> water. Did you spill water? <laughs> I didn't do it again. It's been like three weeks since I spilled oh. on it. How many times do you think you've spilled into your computer? Probably four. But but it's come back strong after. It's just I think it's finally taking its toll or something. But I'm hopeful. So if if that's the case, I can just maybe... No, I don't need a whole new computer, right? They just fix the keyboard. They're going to have to see how saturated your keyboard is. After yeah. four... Over a couple years. It's not like four in a row. You are quite the speller all the time. If something <laughs> gets spilled in the room, we all just go, our head I've goes right you, to Amy's my desk. depth perception is off. Uh-huh. I, that's part of it, too. I think my water's over here and really it's right there. You're going to have to take it in, though. They're going to have to take your keyboard out. I know. So, But I'm just saying. I'm just giving you a heads up. If you see me, I'm not angry. Okay. I'm not mad. I'm just trying to send an email. <laughs> all right. Hey. hey. What's the hat? So I'm allergic to my dog. Mm-hmm. I've always been allergic to dogs, but I went to the allergist, I guess a year and a half or so ago, and he did the thing where they stick holes in your back and they put all these things inside of little holes to see what you're allergic to. I had never done that until then. And so he's like, oh yeah, you're allergic to dogs. He's like, do you want to take medicine for every single day? And I said, yeah, because I definitely want to have a dog and I have a dog now. And so I take medicine while well, I ran out of dog allergy medicine like Wednesday of last week and haven't been able to go back and, and fill it up. So I've been sneezing a little bit because I'll pick my dog up and just like keep him up to my face. It's fine. Well, Kaylin and I went out and we were getting ice cream like Friday or Saturday night, but I've been sneezing for like three days. And so I'm in the ice cream place and I always sneeze. I do even more than vampire sneeze. I take my shirt and put it up over my nose like this. So nothing gets out into the world. I did that before Corona craziness. And so, but I'm in the ice cream shop and I feel the dog sneeze coming on. And so I take my shirt and I put it above my nose like I'm doing now if you're watching on camera. And I go, Phew! and I sneeze. You would have thought someone shot a gun at that ice cream place. <laughs> Everybody hit the ground. Because of Corona, <laughs> everyone <laughs> turned their head and they were trying to find the sneezer. And it was me. And I was like, sorry, I shouldn't have sneezed. I wasn't thinking about it. I think you can control a sneeze. I think that's one of the things you, you can pinch your nose you and can control. Shut down. Or look yes. at a light. Just not really the best idea to allow me to sneeze in public. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, that, that's all. I just wanted to share that experience. Hey. Hey, what's the hat? Eddie? <laughs> the, the other night I was walking my dog, and I walk my dog at night, so I have a flashlight just so cars can see me. And I got the flashlight on the ground, and I passed by a little... It, I've never seen this before, so I don't know, but it was like a baggie, and it looked like the stuff from Breaking Bad. Like, uh... Meth. Yeah. The blue stuff. And, and, and I got closer, I examined it, I took a picture of it. I mean, I don't know, again, I don't know what this looks like, but I think I found whatever that stuff is in my neighborhood. I think you might have a dealer. Amy saw the picture and was telling me off the air that she thinks it's meth, too. It is. Did you pick it up? No, I didn't. T- you kidding you me? I didn't it? touch it. Put a little on your tongue? <laughs> People were saying, yeah, take a little taste of it. That's what they do in TV shows. <laughs> You're out of your mind. And what did you do? Oh, I just posted on Instagram just to get people's opinions. But did you call the cops? No. But what no. if like a kid walks up and finds it? Yeah, and thinks it's candy. Well, that's good. those are all good concerns. But my concern was just like, call the cops. What if he thinks it's mine? Then I'm in trouble. Would you call the cops for a p- random bag of drugs on the ground? Don't even want to question it, Bones. Oh he God. doesn't even want to be associated, <laughs> right. so he just puts it on All Instagram. Right. Hey, <laughs> what's the hat?
But what if it's yours and you put it on Instagram, like hiding in plain oh. sight? Oh. <laughs> and that's they, your way. They got of, me, boys. <laughs> I mean, that could be your way of letting people know you have a bag available. Oh, wow. That's wow, true, wow. too. Yeah, it's like you all hack like. Amy you, watches way too many drug shows. <laughs> she does. Do you ever say, hey, you're in trouble, kids. No screen time for you. Yes. Okay. You shouldn't. And here's why. Bear with me. I mean, yeah. Tell me more. Parents who reward their children with more screen time or punish them with less screen time are likely making their youngsters even more screen obsessed. Mm. Listen to this analogy. Eddie, do you do this with your kids? Of course. Okay. They say you should never make food a reward or punishment either. I agree oh, with I do that. it all the time. This is, they say it's in the same vein. When you give food as a reward, it makes children like the carrot less and the cake more. Mm-hmm. Same thing with screen time. Kids become obsessed and almost addicted to their iPads. They basically become a drug to these kids in the same way that sugar and food does, bad food does with screen time. Experts agree when it comes to punishment, it's best to just use whatever the old-fashioned way is. If it's a timeout or spanking, they're not saying spanking, they're just saying whatever your old-fashioned way is. And never reward your kids with more computer time or screen time because you're making it like a treat and they want it more. Mm -hmm. I had to learn this with candy because I was so anti- I just thought I want my kids to eat perfectly and I was really frustrated with a lot of candy in the house and everywhere we went, people were giving them candy and I kind of made it like this thing we weren't going to have and I realized I was making them want want it more. And so now if they ask for it, my answer is not no. It's like, well, how about, yeah, we throw in like instead of, this is just an example, but instead of like a bag of M&Ms or whatever, I count out like five M&Ms and I throw it on their plate and I'm like, now it's part of your meal and now it's part of it and it's it's less of a big deal. They don't even really bring it up as a thing. So did you ever feel like screen time was in the same? Like, well, now I, I had not thought of it that way, it now, but though? I see it now because I, I have recognized how I've had to shift how I talk about food because I want them to have a healthy relationship with food and candy. And now in that same vein, I want them to have a healthy relationship with screen time. So I need to make sure I'm going to pay attention to that. Eddie? Oh, yeah. Now that you say it, it makes sense because like the other day I took the iPad away from my son and I hid it and he was like an addict. He found it. Oh, nice. It was like he was looking for what he'd been craving and he found it. And I was like, how did you even find that? He's like, sorry, I just I just really wanted to use it. So, yeah, this does make sense. Sometimes I punish myself with no screen time. I'm like, you get less screen today. You've been a bad boy. And how do you follow your own rules? What do you mean? I follow my own rules <laughs> wonderfully. Even when I ride my Peloton, like, I won't I won't get water. I can't award unless I've hit certain, like, certain splits on times and certain paces. And if I don't, I don't drink. I don't <laughs> get like, water. I'm like, what? When you talk sometimes, I'm like, what is it like to be you? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't like, understand that either. That, like, that to me. I, I'm and, like, no cookies this week. And then I'm like, I can do whatever I want. And when I do hit my goal, if I'm like, I don't need water, I still make myself drink it. Because I'm like, if you tell yourself something, you have to live up to it. Mm-hmm. So with myself, with people, if I say something, I do it. Wow. And I I build that in myself before I can build that out with others. So if I don't deserve it, I don't get it. If I do deserve it, I get Bobby, it. Bobby, can I just say that you always deserve water? <laughs> yeah, and food. <laughs> so like, you, right? Whatever. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving from the Bobby Bones Show. So, Raymundo, you're going to read us the first line to a country song. Yep. And we just have to name the song? Yeah. That sounds pretty easy. Yeah, it sounds simple. Are you ready? Ready. ready. Here we go. Raymundo, give us number one. Tumble out of bed and stumble into the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition. Okay. We doing song, artist, what was it? We do, we want song? Song, just okay. song. 
<laughs> I'm in. Dang and it, Bones. When you play, you make me nervous. What? When you play, you make me nervous because oh. you're so good at this. Uh, Amy. Nine to five. Eddie. Nine to five. I also have nine to five. Tumble out of bed and stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn. All right. Raymundo, give us another one. Picture perfect memories scattered all around the floor. Got it. You do? Mm-hmm. Dang it. I like that he's not singing it. Yeah, he's just talking it. I'm in. I'm in. It goes like this. Picture perfect memories scattered all around the floor. That is a Need You Now from Lady Annabella. Need You Now. Need You Now. Nice, everybody. Come on. Scattered all around the floor. Raymond, do you have three country music experts here? It's going to be tough to stump us. All right. She put him out like the burning end of a midnight cigarette. Okay. And then Great. he says that. Now I don't know this one. I can sing it. She <sighs> Not... put him out like a... I don't know. I think I know this. You, you do? do? Yeah. I, of course. So. Oh, hold on. She, she put him out. Oh, Lord. What happens for those at home or in their car? People pull their headphones out so they're not clogged by this music you're hearing in the background. Okay. Well, I'm not even Got pulling it. it out now because I literally Eddie, do you have, have it? No I mean, direction. I'm guessing. Can, what is it again? She put him out. She put him out like the burning end of a midnight cigarette. I'm in. Five seconds. You know for sure, Bones? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Do you? No. No. <sighs> All right, Amy? The thunder rolls. No, that's right. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I have whiskey lullaby. She put a man. Oh, that's it. Of course. Like the burning end of a midnight cigarette. Eddie? Oh, before he cheats. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Two more. Raymondo, give us another one. I've cussed on a Sunday, I've cheated, and I've lied. I'm in. Amy pulls her ears out. She wants another shot at it. Raymondo, do it again for that for Amy. I've cussed on a Sunday, I've cheated, and I've lied. You know it for sure? Oh, for sure. Can he sing it? No. All three of us have to go sing it to get second round. Yeah, I mean, I know the words, and I, I don't know where it belongs. I've cussed or she cussed. One more time, Raimundo. I've cussed on a Sunday, I've cheated, and I've lied. Ah, ah. Three seconds. I'm in. Dang it. Time. Eddie, what do you have? A little white church. Amy on the count of three. Three, two, one. My church. I've, cu- oh, okay. oh. I've cussed oh, on, on a Sunday. I've cussed yeah. on a Sunday. Oh, it is? Yeah. Woo! I've cheated. And Eddie may be last place this in a music good. game. Wow, wow, wow. Dang, I come in and Eddie gets I, all tilt. I wouldn't have been able to sing it that Tell way. Tell me, you make me nervous. All right, one more, Raymundo. Maybe I didn't love you as often as I could have. Let me say this, too. One of my favorite songs of all time. I can't lose, so I'll do a little brag flex here. One of my favorite songs of all time. Yes, I know it. Amy? And I guess. What do you have? Unanswered prayers. Unanswered prayers now. Oh, shoot. Ready? Here we go. Maybe I oh, didn't Billy. love you. Maybe Billy. I didn't love Always on my mind. Come on. Yeah. yeah. 
Did you get it, Eddie? Of course. You and Amy tied. <laughs> I'll take the win. Do I have a winning song? Oh, you, you know do. what? It's fun to play there the game. There we but, go. Because, oh, yo, unbelievable. Oh, man. I like that. Come on. Yeah. Good win, dude. Thank you very much. You The Bobby Bones Show. Happy Thanksgiving. It's Marin Morris. One of my favorite Thanksgiving memories is probably going to the Hill Country in Texas. It's like the one part of that state that has some like landscape. Uh, And we just go out there and ride four wheelers and bring the dogs and build campfires and it just feels very homey and we do that we try to do that every year and it's one of my favorite things with my family and the food is really good it's kind of tex-mex vibes happy thanksgiving from the bobby bones show it's time for the good news with amy tell me something good so there's this 35 year old woman holly mcnally she had to deliver her own baby when her doctor couldn't get to her hospital room in time. Wow. Wait, to her hospital room? Right, I, I know. you were going to say to her cottage in the woods. Very <laughs> perplexed by this, but I guess it all just started happening so quickly. Surely there was help, but there was no doctor. She says here she delivered on her own. Anyway, three days after she did that, which, I mean, is enough going on in your life with a newborn baby and that you delivered yourself, she's driving down the highway and sees a truck that has been in an accident and is catching fire because the truck was carrying jet fuel, so it could be really bad. She ran towards the accident, towards the fire, and helped pull the man to safety. I saw her on the news she's, wow. talking I mean, about the story, yeah. So, I mean, quite the week for her. Mm-hmm. Super bomb. I know. Brought in a baby, <laughs> saved a dude. Yeah. <laughs> and well, she takes a week yeah. off now on vacation. Yeah, like, take a break. But she just said that, you know, she just imagined as a mom, she felt like that man in that truck, that's somebody's son. And I want, would want somebody to do that for my son. So she just ran right in. Ran yeah. into the to the wreckage. Do you have her name? Yeah, Holly McNally. Holly McNally. Sounds like a, a company that made encyclopedias back then. <laughs> Rand McNally? Yeah, that that's one? right. That's Some, right. Rand. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. maps or something. Yeah. Uh, shout out to her. Tell me something good. Both of those. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. The Bobby Bones Show. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. It's Luke, Brian, and my favorite Thanksgiving memories are when I go to Georgia every year and do a little quail hunting with my boys. Happy Thanksgiving from the Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Over to Eddie, who's filling in for Lunchbox. Security camera footage captured a prisoner is trying to escape from jail. She got up through the ceiling, started to walk inside underneath the roof of the prison, fell through the ceiling tiles, landed upside down in a trash can. Oh, oh yeah, you got to watch out for the ceiling tiles. Well, you always see people escaping through the vents and above the like ceiling. Shawshank. Yeah, but I guess what they don't show is like people falling through. Yeah, I mean, I, I figure this is like a cartoon where it's just like, head right in a trash can, like, oh, well, there she is. I wonder how she went head down, though. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she was trying to crawl and it just yeah. hands down. She mm. probably was on her hands and knees. Would you have been? Is that what you're thinking right now? What I have, have fallen been? through a ceiling before, 
But I was up in the attic trying to get my old cheerleading uniform at my mom's house. Yes. And she stepped on the part you're not supposed to step on. Yeah, Yeah, like like this this prison. Yes, like in the, yeah, it just wasn't. And I went straight through, but my hips luckily caught me between the plywood or whatever. The Oh, only her legs went through. Yeah, because my hips stopped me and then I was just dangling from the ceiling. But there was a huge hole and my mom had to get it all patched up. I was like, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Do you still charge the prisoner with trying to escape? I think so. I mean, it's still an effort, right? It's just like attempted whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah attempted escape for sure. Mm. Okay. Eddie, thank you. Yeah. That's your bonehead story of the day. All right. Most people have at least one best friend in their life. But what does it take for someone to be elevated to best friend status? First of all, Amy, I'll just put you in this. We'll see if you meet all these criteria. Okay. It takes four years before someone can be considered a best friend. You and I have known each other for... Oh, We've known each other for 15 Hmm. or longer. The average person says they need to share four different personal experiences with someone before they can be considered a best friend. All right, let's let's see if we've done this together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go through a traumatic experience. Yes. Yeah, more more than one. Yeah. Yeah. Go on a vacation. Yes. Yes. Multiple. Road trip together. Yes. Garth Brooks, Little Rock. Oh, yeah. You and Eddie went to Garth Brooks, Little Rock. That's true. Um, Talk on the phone a lot. I'd yeah, say you would talk, you talk a lot to me. I just go, oh boy. Depends on how you categorize <laughs> I can, that. Amy will talk to me on the phone and I'll put it on speaker and I can mute it where she can't hear me. I can lay it down, have another conversation no, with someone not. else in the no, room. No, you don't. Dang. And then I can still hear her in the background. Going, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a conference call. Yeah. And then I can come back over to it, catch the very end and be like, mm-hmm. I know, Amy. And then she'll be like, I know. <laughs> I can have two going at the same time. Oh, wow, okay. I had no idea. Um, showing loyalty, having each other's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. Um, ask, give advice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do something spontaneous. Are we spontaneous? <laughs> I don't know. If just generally, you and I are spontaneous people. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, text at least once a day. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Ish. average. Yeah. Where do we see each other every day anyway? So it's <laughs> invite them to every party you throw. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dang. You guys are best friends. We're basically, yeah. We're basically BFFs, <laughs> BFFs forever. Um, but once someone's a best friend, people will do anything for their best friend. Among the most common things BFFs do for each other. Ready? Ready. Bail them out of jail. Of course. But you haven't. But I would. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I didn't, even yeah, if I, yeah. like, if your bond was way up there, I'd rally the money, right? If I was committed of a crime and everyone's like, for sure he did it, and you just felt, would you go up and stand up and be like, there's no way? <laughs> yeah, because I would think there's no way you did it. Uh, travel across the country. Yeah. Yeah, we've done that though. Um, keep their secrets. Yeah. Do we have secrets? I know stuff that you told me that I oh, don't yeah? say. Yeah. About what? Well, I can't say. Good. See, it's a test. Oh, wow. She passed. Wow, wow. A test. I almost said it on the microphone. Yeah, there's a test. For everybody to <laughs> for hear. For everyone to hear. Yeah. <laughs> we pass. Okay. We pass. But I mean, both ways on this test. But those are what, what consider a new, uh, a best friend. Uh, apparently, rich people love eating fast food as much as everyone else. According to a new survey, 79% of adults in America eat fast food at least once a week. The most popular meal of the day for fast food is still lunch. Let me say, here's the reason rich people love eating fast food. The same reason middle class and poor people love eating fast food because it tastes awesome. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. May not be the best for you, but it, what if today, let's put today in the, in the meter, 
You could have one fast food meal today and it didn't matter. No calories, Easy. no no anything is happening to you. No no bathroom issues. <laughs> what do you have? I'm getting a spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A, no pickle, waffle fries, and a Diet Coke. Solid. You still go diet without the yeah, calorie? Yeah, because I don't Coke. like the regular Coke. Oh, okay. I like the, the taste diet of Coke diet. Tastes so I know. Weird. That no, aspartame, me, that tastes like this. Here's what it tastes like. <laughs> to me, I love it. So that's, yes, I, I don't care. What about you? If I got to do any fast food meal, it would be a toss-up today. Mm-hmm. I love thin crust pepperoni pizza from Pizza Hut. Oh, that's so good. It's a, just a, I like it so much that when you take the pepperoni off... You could actually drink the grease from the pepperoni because <laughs> the grease, the pepperoni grows up into a cup. It does. Those little You're pepperoni, right. and you take it and you just like Ew. that's how I when I I don't have it often, but when it I do, cups grease. No, oh, I put a paper towel on top. <laughs> no, who? Why? Well, why? Like, go for it. Go a hundred or nothing. Okay. Um, or maybe Popeye's chicken strips with Mardi Gras mustard. Mm-hmm. Like, right. uh, yeah, I don't know that like I've ever had Popeye's that. with the mashed potatoes. And the gr- the brown gravy, and I like white gravy most places. That's good with the biscuits. Oh, a but biscuit. probably Pizza Hut today. Okay, thin crust, mm. like chef's kiss. <laughs> Come on, I think we like this food because it's what we had when we were kids. Like a big treat was pizza, pepperoni pizza, and it was the best. That's why I don't really appreciate really great pizza because the big treat as a kid was thin crust Pizza Hut. And so to me, that's still like a jewel. Mm. That's still what it's people. We, you know, we get a bunch of people to come in on the show, celebrities. I don't give a crap about them as celebrities, except for the ones that were big when I was a kid. Yeah. When Black Crows <laughs> came in, I'm like, that's so cool. But, you know, when Keith Urban and Luke Bryan and these guys, I'm like, what's up, guy? <laughs> that's pretty cool. Like, I, you're really good at what you do. Yeah. But that's, you know, but it's, it's celebrities that were big when you were a kid and we're a little jaded because we get to meet everybody. Oh, yeah. The coolest thing that ever happened to me once, I was getting on a on a flight and I was going to Little Rock. I was in Dallas flying to Little Rock and I got on a Southwest Airlines flight and I was the last one on because my connection was late getting in. So I'm running to the, to the, uh, the, what do you call gate. it? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Gate. I don't know the word gate. What's wrong with me? I'm, ru- I'm running to mm-hmm. the gate and I get on and I'm the last one, and they're like, sir, you need to come. So I run on. Every seat is full on this flight. And I'm walking down the aisles going, I don't know where I'm going to sit. But they know there's one seat left, so I'm just trusting there's one seat left on this Southwest flight. And in Southwest, you pick your own seat. So I'm looking, I'm looking, no seat. And I see in the back, like second row to the back, on the right side, an open seat in the middle of two older gentlemen. The guys look to be like 60-plus years old. And so I'm like, well, I guess that's where I'm going to sit. Didn't want to have a middle seat, but I take what I can get. So I'm walking back to the back, and I guess I get closer. I'm like, is that Barry Switzer, who was Oklahoma coach, Dallas Cowboys coach? He's from Arkansas. He played on the Arkansas National Championship football team. And then Eddie Sutton, who Oklahoma State basketball coach, Arkansas coach. And there was an empty seat between them, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) I'd met a lot of celebrities, but I was like, you got to be kidding me. Both those guys were such big deals in my life. And I sat between them, and I sat next to Barry Switzer. And I was like, uh, excuse me, excuse me. And he goes, heading to Arkansas? And I was like, yes, sir, I am. And he goes, oh, what are you going to do there? I said, well, I'm from there. I'm from a small town called Mountain Pine. He goes, Mountain Pine, recruited a guy from there. We talked for an hour. Wow. He was the nicest guy. 
What if he had not engaged you in conversation? How would you have handled it? I would have just done this. I would have finished the flight and said, "Hey, Mr. Switzer, Mr. Sutton, huge fan. Um, thank you. I, I don't bother people." Yeah, but, I know, but you, you're you inside. You were geeking out, so you just would have sat down the whole flight. I think it's a good way to handle it. Sit down, and then when the flight's over, hey. Big hey guys, fan. big fan. Been staring at you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Read all your texts. That's probably what I would have done. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving from the Bobby Bones Show. Love when you guys reach out to us. A lot of you have questions, and so we try to answer those as we open up the mailbag. Bobby's Mailbag. Hello, Bobby. I was wondering how you guys handle it when your kid is done with an activity and just wants to quit. I can't blame my 13-year-old son. He hates trumpet. I did too at that age. But did you make your kids suffer through it? Did you, Bobby, suffer through the moans and the groans when you were doing it? And I'm curious what the other people did with their kids. Sign Kate. Amy, I'll go to you first. Do you have two kids, ages? Uh, 12 and 9. And they are from Haiti. They have only been in America two years. So we've tried out a few things, but I haven't really made them stick with something if they haven't liked it. But honestly, we're not even to the major extracurricular activities. Like... You know, we tried gymnastics. Like, that was fine. Stevenson liked drums. But we're also busy just trying to learn English. So if, like, they don't want to do something, I don't have time to force them to do it. So, but I know when I took piano as a kid, I hated it. And my mom let me quit. And I'm kind of mad about that. Because, I mean... Oh, you could have been awesome. Well, I don't know that it would have been awesome. But I took a lot of lessons and I could play stuff back then a little bit. I mean, nothing crazy. But I wish I would have stuck with it because I could know more. You know, I think it's easy to go, you make them stick with it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to speak as someone who has no kids, but I'll talk about myself when I was a kid and I would try things. I think for me it was, I had to buy my own equipment for stuff. I had to invest, and everybody doesn't have to do that, but I'm saying that, that could be an alternate version of this with your kid. Like, you want to do the you want to play trumpet, I'll get your trumpet. But if you don't want to do it anymore and you want to go play soccer, you're going to have to pay for that yourself, which is going to be you out doing work and chores. And then if you want to quit after you paid for it yourself, that's on you because you paid for that. And that's what happens in adult life. I can quit whatever I want right now because I paid for it. If I want to go to the gym and quit, I pay for my membership for the next month. And So I I would say for me, that kept me on things until I just really didn't want to do it anymore. So I'm also not one of those. It's like you just make them suffer and know what it's like to finish. <laughs> they don't want to do it fine. But I think there's an explanation of you don't have to do this anymore. But for the things that you have to do now, this this point forward up to a certain point, you're going to have to actually pay for it mm-hmm. in some way and hold them to it. There's just got to be accountability in some way. And maybe it's this way. Maybe... But accountability is something that should be taught, not if they find that they absolutely don't like to play the piccolo, they got to sit on the piccolo <laughs> for three months. Right. Because they it could be exploring that they haven't found what they're really interested in or passionate about. And, and you know your kid. not the trumpet. You right. know your they're kid. All different. More than a general rule, you know your kid. And if you think they're just being lazy, then you make them stay. And if you think, you know, they, they don't like it, they're never going to like it. I think there's a lesson to accountability, learning it in a different way. Now, I have no kids. Amy has two that have only been in America for a couple of years. Eddie, you have two kids of your own and two foster kids. Yes. Ages of your kids? 12, 6, 5, and 1. When she says this, what do you think? Man, the one of the best things I ever did, and I, I don't know if it was you, we, our idea, we came up with this together, but it was the contract. 
that I was dealing with this with my 12-year-old. He wanted to play baseball, but he was flaky on certain sports. So we signed a contract, put it out, drew it out, and it was, you know, like you will play the entire season, and if you don't finish, you want to quit, you pay us the entry fee plus like $100 because he had a savings account. So to him, $100 was like, oh, my gosh, that's everything I have. And sure enough, he went through the whole season without even thinking about quitting. So the contract was awesome. I do it with all my other kids with anything else. Like, all right, no problem. You want to do this? This is how much it costs. Like you said, you want to quit? Then pay us the money and we'll do that. I think my general feedback would be you teach accountability however it feels most comfortable with the sensibilities of your kid because you know your kid. I just want to let them go. You want to quit? Cool. Let's go to the next thing. Go to the next thing. Right. Because right. that doesn't teach them what life is like. But also, if you're an adult and you want to quit, you get to quit. You mm-hmm. just got to pay for the next thing. That's what I would say. The key, the word, Amy likes one word on stuff. Like your, your word of the year is water. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I would reasons. say the word of this is accountability. Boom. As long as you can teach that in some way, I think you define your own way to teach accountability. Bones, I think you're ready for kids. Yeah. Me too. Let's rock. Let's go. Get Kaylin on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) And that was Bobby's Mailbag. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So research suggests that people reach their happiest at age 82. And this study was done across 72 different countries. And 82 is that sweet spot. That's terrible. Well, perfect. I feel so good. Die. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Life's over. I'm so happy. (laughs) It takes you that long to figure it out. Yeah. Well, they say by 82, you become more empathetic as you're older. You've figured life out. You're more equipped to dealing with challenges. What's the average lifespan in America, because I would bet it's right around that, if not mm-hmm. below that. Right. Maybe you're just excited you lived to 82. <laughs> That's why you're, you're just happy. Like, Whoop, so happy. <laughs> yeah, the average lifespan in America is 78.6 years. Wow. Oh my gosh. So 82 is older. Yeah, I'd be pretty pumped too if I outlived the average. Uh, So I have some ways we can um, keep our happiness going as we get older. And these are the tips. First of all, don't retire. Didn't plan to. Stay stimulated. Keep going. Work, work, work. Exercise. Uh, Try new things. Moderation and variety are key. I like having a balanced lifestyle. And then keeping your social circle exciting. (laughs) Because meeting new people it helps engage the brain. It sounds dirty when you say it like that. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> Try no, new things. No. <laughs> no. social circles. Like, I think that's just a nice generic story to go, okay. hey. But Amy's always like, and then call 1-900-SOCIAL-CIRCLE. No. Keep it exciting. If you just Are meet. you lonely on a Friday night? Is your so- social circle not exciting? I'm Veronica. I'll be there for you. All right, okay. what else? All right. So... <laughs> Police pulled over an 11-year-old kid who was driving a car in a parking lot, and the adult family member who was with him told the cops that it was a way to get the kid to stop playing Grand Theft Auto all day. Because, like, all they wanted to do was that. So they thought, okay, if you want to go drive around and get this fixed and do something, we'll just go to this parking lot and you could drive. The family member was hit with several traffic charges. So... Maybe, you know, find something else for <laughs> well, okay. year old to go do. I agree, right? But I'm going to tell you, when I was 11 or 12, one, I was driving around in the deer woods trying to find people where they were, ch- like, running dogs. And I was 11 or 12 driving around. Right. And I learned to drive, like, really drive in a parking lot. If it's in a parking lot, nobody gets hit. Was there anything wrong? No, nothing was wrong. I mean, really, the I don't hate it. The person I'm gonna say in charge it. of the kid. I know. I hot, see what you're take. saying. Hot take. It was like, why not take him out of this gaming scenario and 
go take him out to learn something he's really going to need to use in life, like driving, and we're in a parking lot. Now, if he's like beating up prostitutes and stuff, that's in, the, <laughs> oh, that's in that game. Yes, it is in the game. But don't I do know, that, but driving so in a parking lot. Crazy. Yeah. Kids yeah, yeah. don't need to play that. Okay, so I have a, a self-esteem hack. And this is something that I say all the time. I say sorry all the time. Even when I don't even, I don't even know why I'm saying it. And I'll get called out on it. Like my, I'll say it. My husband will be like, "Why you don't have to say you're sorry. You didn't do anything. And I'm like, I guess I just, okay, I'm sorry. But this writer at Pop Sugar, which is a website I go to a lot, says that you should try replacing the word sorry if you say it a lot with thank you. Because it's like so much better. I don't really know how I would implement that, but I guess it's just helping you train your brain to stop saying sorry. Tell if, me, tell me, man, you're cranky this morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, tell me you're cranky. Oh, you're, you're cranky this morning. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Oh. Like that's it. Like, thank you. Sorry I didn't get all asleep, but thank you for noticing that. <laughs> no, just don't say sorry at all. Ever. Right? Just eliminate. Uh, listen. I already am not very good at saying it, so it's yeah. good for me. The science that backs her up shows that saying thank you instead of sorry, conversations more come about, uh, focus on appreciation, which helps boost your self-esteem. So, And then both people in, in the conversation are affected negatively. All right, there you have it. That was Amy's pile of stories. The Bobby Bones Show. Happy Thanksgiving. It's Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. My favorite thing about Thanksgiving is definitely the meal. Happy Thanksgiving from the Bobby Bones Show. It's time for the good news. Tell me something good. Eddie's got tell me something good. Eddie, you're up. When a three-year-old boy goes missing, wanders away from the house, and goes into the woods missing for a few hours... Cops show up looking for the boy, but thanks to Buddy the Pitbull, I was hoping pet, that's where this was going. I was hoping uh, the Buddy dog the was going to save him. Says, "Hey, cops, follow me." Leads him straight to the child, finds him. He's harm. He's harmless. He's good to go, and everybody's happy. Let's talk about a three-year-old first. How how quickly can a three-year-old disappear? Fast, fast. Because my my baby's one, and he's already walking, and he can go pretty quick. When your son, your two sons were three, could they disappear out from under your eyes pretty quickly? Yeah, if the door was open, I mean, they were out the door. Yes, no one ever kind of left the neighborhood (laughs) or anything, but yes, they'd move quick. Did you ever leash your kids? No, never. Did you ever think about it? (laughs) No. Like in an airport, maybe you just tie a little something onto them. I've seen moms with some of those like telephone string wires attached to kids' wrists. Or a cute little backpack that has a leash. (laughs) Not for you. Never. And the dog found him. Dog found him. He's great. And the cops say that usually they're out delivering bad news most of the time, so it's good to get this new story out there. And listen, it's a pit bull too, which... I believe dogs are as they are trained to be. I don't believe there's a bad breed, and so I don't like seeing pit bulls. And you've seen through, you know, each generation, all of these dogs get vilified as different. Mm -hmm. German Shepherds, like during the 80s, Rottweilers in the 90s. You know, pit bulls have been the recent one. Listen, pit bull ain't gonna be bad unless it's trained to be bad. So I love that that's who saved the kid there. And that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, over to Amy with the morning corny. Here we go. The morning corny. Why did the jaguar eat the tightrope walker? Why did the jaguar eat the tightrope walker? He was craving a well-balanced meal. <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny. The Bobby Ball Show. Happy Thanksgiving. It's Marin Morris. One of my favorite Thanksgiving memories is probably going to the hill country in Texas. It's like the one part of that state that has some like landscape. Uh, And we just go out there and ride four wheelers and bring the dogs and 
build campfires and it just feels very homey and we do that we try to do that every year and it's one of my favorite things with my family and the food is really good it's kind of Tex-Mex vibes happy Thanksgiving from the Bobby Bones show on the phone right now is Arkansas Keith what's happening with you not much how you doing I'm pretty good I got a text like five o'clock early he was like, I'm I'm road tripping from Arkansas to Missouri. What are you guys doing? Where are you going? Oh, I'm by myself. I'm heading up to see Cammy. I'm in Harrison right now. And are, is the show still on where you are? When I got the Jasper, I didn't get anything. <laughs> do you have a smartphone? No. Oh, my, on my phone? Yes, I have a smartphone. So do you have apps? Like, do you have iHeartRadio app or do you have a, a way to listen to the show live? No, I don't get into all that. So you have you have no apps? No. What do you use your phone for? To talk on and text with, and <laughs> take pictures. And take pictures. <laughs> right. Anything else you use your phone for? Uh, well, I use the UPS every now and then. Do you have Instagram? Uh, no. No. No Twitter. Do you have Facebook on no. the phone? No. Hmm. Hmm. Really? Good? No. Does he Google no anything? Apps. Yeah. Do you have Google? I was Goog- in the seventies. I was in the seventies. Do you? But do you Google anything ever on your phone? Yeah, I do some googling. I do that. Yes. Okay. See, there we are. But he lost us. But here, you can download the iHeartRadio app, and you can listen to us on your phone the entire time. You can actually listen to Bobby 24-7 if you wanted to. That's true. If you miss any of the show. 24-7? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So he's driving all the way through Arkansas, going to see his daughter who lives in Missouri. Where does she live in Missouri? Uh, She lives in Republic. That's near Springfield? That's Springfield, yeah. Because they have that sandwich in Springfield. Yeah, the, Bo- the Bobby Bones sandwich. The Bobby Bones sandwich. They and, do. And it's delicious. The Gouda Burger, man. Yeah. Are a, you going to get one? Oh, Gouda Burger. I'll, I'll probably go by the Bears Bar and get one. It's called like the Gouda. Tell Me Something Gouda Burger. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's a Gouda Burger. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the, yeah, Tell Me Something Gouda Burger. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, good to talk to you. Be safe. Let's get you. I, listen, I will buy you a phone and send it to you if you want to have apps to listen to the show. You tell me. I'll get my daughter to download it from her. How's that? She what, knows how to do all that. What kind of phone do you have? Samsung. I knew it. What? I just felt like he was a droid person. Android hu- or whatever. Yeah, your husband's that, a droid guy. Yes, huh? yes. That's why his texts are always green when yeah, I'm texting him. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what is this color? I know. It's like, come on, get an iPhone, but okay. All right, Arkansas, Keith. We will uh, we'll talk to you soon. Drive safe. Okay. All Thanks, right, man. There talk he is. Bye bye. Arkansas yeah. Keith talking to us uh, from the road. Who served? I think we we did the math. Seven years as my stepdad. Mm-hmm. Call it served. Yeah, he served seven <laughs> years as my stepdad. Happy Thanksgiving from the Bobby Bones Show. The Bobby Bones Show. I live on Reddit, and a lot of times I'll do these threads, and one of them said. What are some ridiculous facts from history? So people were posting all these ridiculous things. Mm. So I've pulled some of them. Number one is high heels were made for Egyptian butchers so they didn't step in blood. What? That was why they came into existence. They wanted their feet to be lifted off. So the high heels that you wear now were originally shoes for butchers in Egypt. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I saw a story from Louis Vuitton. Mm -hmm. Not not Louis Vuitton. (laughs) Right. Christian Louis Vuitton. Where they say that when they make their shows, no effort goes in to how comfortable the shoe is. The shoes, when they make their shoes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. French fashion designer Christian Louboutin does not care if the heels are comfortable. Just beautiful. Wow. Um, that's a real person? Yes. Who, Christian? Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah, still he's alive? he's the designer. He's so rich. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Loaded. How much are his shoes? 
Average. Oh, a thousand dollars. Yeah. That's average because I would say they're anywhere from seven hundred, fifteen hundred. Wow, crazy, huh? I mean, yeah. maybe more. I don't know. Uh, here's another one. Ronald Reagan was a prolific lifeguard when younger. He saved seventy-seven people. Seventy-seven Total? saves. He had seventy-seven wow. saves. Dang. Yeah. A- I had. I had two. Two saves. No, no, no. Three. Three. three one was a double. One's a double. One was a double. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. How do you feel about Ronald Reagan saving 77? That's amazing. He must have been doing it right before he was president or something. Like the whole time? Yes, the whole time. Active. (laughs) Very active. These are all ridiculous history facts. In ancient Egypt, servants were smeared with honey to attract flies away from the pharaoh. Oh, that's so wrong. Selfish. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, servant slavery, all wrong as well. In a bigger True. picture, yeah, not just but just smearing the honey yeah. on them, yes. Yeah. But it is weird though. Like there are a bunch of flies. How do we get them away from him? You smear it on somebody else. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, a Chinese emperor escaped an assassin by running around a pillar. After two hours, the assassin got tired, bored, and went home. It's <laughs> like a cartoon. Yeah. It is hard to catch somebody around like a circle pillar. I started yes. thinking about this. Like, it's hard unless you're, you got a step and a half on them. <laughs> it's hard. But you try to get them with that reverse. Like, you go oh, one you way, stop? one way, one way. Just time you go the other way. Yeah, yeah, That's what I would have done to them. I try to get them that way. Uh, before Abraham Lincoln was a politician, he was a champion wrestler with more than 300 bouts under his belt. Lincoln only lost one match in his career and was inducted into the National Wrestling Hall of Fame. Wow. Abraham Lincoln. Isn't that crazy? One more. People were buried alive so often in the 19th century, so the 1800s, that a safety coffin was invented so the dead would have the ability to alert those above the ground if they were still alive. <laughs> I wonder why it was so common. That had to happen once and the word got out, right? Like, just one time somebody had to be buried alive. <laughs> <laughs> then they had to get out or there had to be clawing on the inside of the yeah. casket once they opened it up, which is morbid. Um, one more. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams died on the same day, literally. July 4th, 1826. It was the 50th anniversary of them both signing the Declaration of Independence. So they both died same exact day, 50 years from Weird. Him. Adams' last words were, Thomas Jefferson survives. He was wrong by about five hours. <laughs> the Bobby Bones Show. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. It's Luke, Brian, and my favorite Thanksgiving memories are when I go to Georgia every year and do a little quail hunting with my boys. Happy Thanksgiving from the Bobby Bones Show. I'm going to play the theme song to a movie, Name the Movie. These are all major blockbusters. Amy's going to play, our video producer Eddie is going to play, and Morgan number two is going to play. Missing his lunchbox, well, because he's, he's not here. All right, here we go. This is an example, and just say it when you know it. Go ahead. Rocky. Would you know that? Eventually, not that fast. Oof. Would you know that? Yeah, it'd take me a minute. Okay. You can write your answers down and we'll hold them up here. Here we go. Name this movie theme. In. Oh, I'm in. Everybody in? Yeah. Amy, what is that? Superman? Is that not right? No, no right. but it does sound close. It does, very close. Oh. Same, same conductor. Bummer. John Williams? That's right. Yeah. Eddie, who is, what, is, what is that? Oh, that's the most beautiful sound ever. Star Wars. Morgan? Star Wars. Wow. Uh, Bye, next Amy. one up. Oh. No, no, it's, it's oh, not elimination. Not elimination. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Amy. I was all talking trash already. <laughs> what movie theme song is this? I'm in. 
Morgan, waiting on you. I'm, I'm in. Amy. James Bond. Eddie. Mission Impossible. Morgan. Oh, James shoot. Bond. <laughs> it's Mission Impossible. Yeah. Uh, it sounds a lot like James it Bond. It does. You're Bond. right, Amy. James Bond. But it's Here not. we go. Next up. Jaws? Sorry, it's James Bond. <laughs> Is it really? No. Oh. Eddie? That's Jaws. Yeah, Morgan? Jaws. Yeah, good. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, we have three. I'm going to do two more. This one will be a little tougher. See if you can name this movie theme. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Amy rolled her eyes at me. <laughs> Not at you. Uh. I'm in. Ooh. What do you have? Batman. Eddie? The Bourne movies. You're both wrong. Morgan number two? Oh. Iron Man? The Avengers. Oh, oh I knew close. it was a Marvel movie. Does that count? No. Mike D? <laughs> It can't, right? Because oh. okay. Iron Man says, I am Iron Man. All right, one final one. Name this movie theme. Let's start with Amy, who's in last place but has no chance of winning. What is your answer? James Vaughn. Okay, Morgan number two. You can actually still win. What is it? Pink Panther. Well, you lose. <laughs> so it doesn't even matter. Not a bad guess, Morgan number two. Eddie. 007. James Vaughn. Yeah. There you go. Eddie, you are a winner. Woo! What else is new? Nice shot, buddy. You wouldn't happen to have the Pink Panther theme, would you? <laughs> no, I don't. But it goes like it goes like this. It goes, ba-da-da-da-da-da. The Bobby Bones Show. Happy Thanksgiving. It's Dustin Lynch. My favorite thing about Thanksgiving is getting home, of course, with my family. But I like to sample the dessert. I will call it an aisle. There's always multiple desserts at my family uh, dinner. And I get a slice of every single one, and then I regret it. But it's all good. That's what Thanksgiving's about, I guess, for me. Happy Thanksgiving from the Bobby Bones Show. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A guy in New Jersey named David was freaking out last month because his fiance went into labor 10 weeks early. And this nurse named Lisa McGowan helped him, helped calm him down, helped them. Well, the best news is David's fiance and their son, Zane, are both doing well. The baby's put on weight. He's gotten stronger every day. But this makes the news because of a really weird coincidence. After Zane, the baby was born, David started looking at old photos of himself as a baby because he was also a preemie. It turns out Lisa was also his nurse. Oh, wow. Way what? back in the day. <laughs> All the coincidence. Same nurse, both kids. <laughs> Isn't cool. that nuts? Mm-hmm. Both of them were born at St. Peter's University Hospital, and she's been working there as a nurse for over 30 years. David found a photo from 1986 of her holding him as a newborn. And his fiance realized it was the same nurse, so they recreated the photo with their son last week. So, pretty cool story. Picture was pretty cool. I saw it online, and I wanted to share that, and that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So, what are you really, really bad at? Like, hilariously bad. Amy, you're up. 
depth perception. Oh, that's a funny one. <laughs> like with my body and my car. With your body? But not moving objects. Oh, like walking. Like, yeah, yeah, walking, running. Like I'm constantly have bruises or I hit things. Never other moving things. It's stuff that's just still like I run into it or with my car or my body. Do you think that... It's just you not paying attention, though? No, I think my depth perception is off. <laughs> because I'm you also have ADD a lot where yes. I can't keep your attention. So I think it's probably just an attention thing. Could be. The, okay, so I'm bad at having my attention kept. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's true. What about you? Handwriting. Oh, yeah. And drawing. Mm. I can't yeah. draw anything. <laughs> I got, there are six and seven-year-olds that can do both. Can write better than me and draw better than me. No skill, no sense whatsoever. It's weird because you're creative too. Can't draw can't a dang it. thing. Yeah, Eddie, mine's math. Like I know a lot of people are bad at math. No, I'm bad at math. Like even if I'm just doing regular adding up. Like I love to gamble, but when I do over like a certain amount of score and I look at the scores, I'm like, oh, I don't know. What's 98 plus 62? I don't know. Could you be? <laughs> and I'm asking this honestly. Dyslexic. No, because I don't re- read dyslexic. I don't do anything like that. It's just the There's num- many different forms. Oh, well, then maybe. I wonder if you look at numbers and it just comes across as mush. If there's some sort of like n- like learning disability that you never addressed early. Possibly. I always like to blame it on my education back home, but I don't know if that's it either. Because like I took geometry, algebra, and I'm telling you, Bones, I learned nothing. I don't even know how I passed it. I think my teachers were just like, poor Eddie. He just is... This doesn't know math. Pass them. Because I'm severely colorblind, and it just dark colors all look. This is like mush to me. Not something I control. Yeah. So I wonder if there's something there with numbers to you. I'm gonna. I'll look into that. Do you know just, your timetables though? No. How do we get Fi- tested the fives, for that? I know the fives and the twos. Eight times six. No. Forty-eight. Thirty-seven. Okay. All right. Thank you. How, how, no. How do how do we get tested for that? Now Amy wants in on the dyslexia. <laughs> the numbers It's a real one, thing. Like I have, I, I have I, friends that are super successful that struggled in school. And they were like, I just couldn't get it because it wasn't that I wasn't putting in the work. It was like I just, it was like reading a different language. Yeah. And them expecting you to go, okay, take this test. But you're like, I don't even know how to study it because that was a different language. Exactly. Well, I just didn't know there was different forms of it because reading, I don't have a problem at all. But with numbers, I mix them up. And so I'm like, I never knew that was a thing. So Eddie and I should maybe go take a test. Hey, ask Scuba Steve if we can find a place to send them. Love it. Because I would, I think in all seriousness, it would be good for some of our other listeners, kids and adults. To know. That if you guys came back with or without it. Yeah, we'll see if we can find them a place. Yeah. Okay. I don't trust online, though. Perfect. Yeah, that Google. Yeah. Morgan, number two, what are you bad, bad at? Pronouncing words. I I mess up (laughs) words all the time. Mm -hmm. And words are really simple to most people. I don't know why. I just can't pronounce things. The Bobby Bones Show. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. It's Luke, Brian, and my favorite Thanksgiving memories are when I go to Georgia every year and do a little quail hunting with my boys. Happy Thanksgiving from the Bobby Bones Show. We're going to play a game called What's All That Racket? Where I'm just going to play you a sound, and as always, I'll be giving my own money to a listener who can name the sound. And if they miss it, what happens is on some of these contests, it'll be like, the secret sound's worth $1,000. And if it rolls over tomorrow, it goes to $1,100. Oh. Then $1,200. That's not what's happening. Oh, you're not doing that. Okay. I have $5. Okay. Oh, starting at 5 Starting at $5. <laughs> if you get this sound, I give you $5. Okay. So I'll play it, and you can call and see if you can name it. Or do you want to get people on the phone first? Let's get them on, on first. Okay. Call us, 877 877- 77 Bobby. We're going to play What's That Racket? And you'll just listen and see if you can name the sound. If you get it, five bucks in your name. If you don't, it rolls over 
tomorrow, $6. Oh, and $1 at a time. Oh, okay. wow. All right, all right. <laughs> and then maybe seven. We're sparing after that. nothing here. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, I dropped my Sharpie on my sweatpants. Oh, no. What color are your These sweatpants? These are my favorite sweatpants, too. Mm. Dang it. Um, okay, let's go over to Krista in Indiana. Krista, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. Do you want to play What's That Racket? Yes, I'd love to. Okay, so up for grabs. Five dollars. See if <laughs> don't patronize me. <laughs> see if you can sorry, tell. Sorry, sorry. See if you can tell what the sound is. Raymond, I don't know what the sound is. <laughs> so you do hear a woman laughing at something, and that's what we're trying to hear. That big ah ha ha thing. Okay, uh, Krista in Indiana. For five dollars, <laughs> what's that? For five dollars, it sounds like a bunch of birds. A bunch of birds. Okay. So, yeah, squawking of some sort. Is it a bunch of birds? Hmm. <laughs> no. Uh, Dang. Wow. All right. I'm bummed. Well, well, I'm really bummed, but I'm thrilled that I got to be on it. Oh. The first ever contestant oh, on What's That Racket? All right, well, have a good I day. I know. Have a good day, Chris. Thank you so much, Bobby. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Let's move up to six bucks and play with another one. Yes. Cam. Hello. In Wisconsin. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Would you like to play What's, what's that, that Racket? I would love to play What's That Racket. All right, we're at $6. <laughs> now, would you like to hear it again? I would. Okay, here we go. All right, Cam, there you go. Okay, it's definitely some kind of animal. And she already said birds. I was thinking chicken, but maybe it's some kind of other farm animal, like maybe... You think it's an animal. Are you are you dedicating yourself to animal? I'm dedicated to okay. animal. Okay, so your aunt, that, that sound is? I'm going to say it's a pig. She says a pig for $6. Uh, is it a pig? Mm. No, I'm Darn sorry. Him. You did not win. Hey, thank you for playing, though. Where do you live in Wisconsin? Green Bay. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, thank you. Uh, have a good day. <laughs> All right, bye. Thanks. Bye. We'll play again. If you, Callers want to hop on. With that same racket? Yeah, yeah. You, okay. We're not going to say what it is today. Okay. Amy, come look at this. Do you want to see what it is or no? I mean, I have no idea. You have to walk over here. I can't show you. Her foot's asleep. The yellow. Did you know that? Would you have guessed that? No. Uh, the video has 1.2 million views on Instagram. Um, okay, we'll play. We'll play again <laughs> some other time as, as we played. What's that racket? We're gonna play. What's that racket? Or as we say, we're gonna play. What's that racket? So we started at five dollars. And we play a sound and we see if you can name the sound. First girl missed it. Second girl missed it. Mm-hmm. So five and six. We're now to seven dollars. All right, big money. As we play. What's that sound? Uh, the video has 1.2 million views on Instagram. You have to tell me what the woman is laughing at, what the secret sound is. No, sorry, what the racket is. Oh, yeah, the racket. As we play, what's that racket? All right, let's put on Sarah in Tennessee, who's going to play what's that racket. Hey, Sarah, are you ready? I am. Up for grabs, $7. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, uh, we're going to play the clip. Listen closely into your phone. Here we go. All right. Okay, you heard that. 
Um, think about that as we play What's That Racket? All right, Sarah in Tennessee, do you think you can name that racket? I have, like, two guesses. I know I only get one, though. Um, you get one guess. Can you name the racket for $7? Ooh. Is it a crazy baby? Well, a crazy baby. Wow. Raymundo, is that a crazy baby? No. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> well, the bad news All is right. you didn't win. The good news is for the next person... $8. Yeah. All right. Thank All you. Right. All right. Bye-bye. As we played What's That Racket. Brittany in Texas, who's on the phone, is going to play the game. Hey, Brittany, how are you today? Hey, I'm good. How are y'all? We're pretty good. Would you like to play What's That Racket? Please. Okay. Yes. Listen closely. Here is the sound. You're trying to name what the sound is. Okay, so that is a sound from a viral video. Can you name what's making all that racket? Brittany, for $8. Uh, is it a woman sneezing? Is it a woman sneezing? Mm. I'm sorry, it's not a woman sneezing. Dang. Okay, thank you. $8 she won't be getting. <laughs> but tomorrow, it'll be $9. Wow. Yeah. wow, wow. What's that racket? Raymond, do play one more time for those listening at home? Nice. There you go. As we play What's That Racket? The Bobby Bone Show. Happy Thanksgiving. It's Dustin Lynch. My favorite thing about Thanksgiving is getting home, of course, with my family. But I like to sample the dessert. I will call it an aisle. There's always multiple desserts at my family uh, dinner. And I get a slice of every single one. And then I regret it. But it's all good. That's what Thanksgiving's about, I guess, for me. Happy Thanksgiving from The Bobby Bones Show. If you missed any of the show today, you can go to the podcast, search Bobby Bones Show On Demand on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving from the Bobby Bones Show.